The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And you'll see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side is a Bradley show from yesterday. So if you'd like to catch that and you missed it, um, that is available up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, at which time he'll be live in that little area right there. On the right side of the page is where we're at. <clears throat> click on the uh, play button, blow it up whatever device you've got, and then click on the Rumble icon down in the bottom right-hand corner. That'll take you over to the chat and Rumble. Uh, that is where we're streaming to exclusively now. And... Um, 
Yeah, you can comment and you can uh, chat with us in the chat over there. I'd love to have you over there. And uh, we're also streaming live over on beforeitsnews.com. So it's exclusive to Sons of Liberty. But, uh, yeah, it's coming from our Rumble feed, which is Sons of Liberty Radio Live. And then also that's being put out over there at beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there. And we appreciate those guys carrying us. Right down below that is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Please do that. Uh, you get all the articles, including the Morning Show Archive each day between 7 and 8 Eastern uh, p.m. And uh, then if you want our ministry email, you want to know what the Sons of Liberty are doing out and about when we're not on the radio, uh, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. You can sign up for that on the front page. Those goes out. Those go out once a week um, on Saturdays, so be sure and check that out as well. And then finally, if you want to uh, continue to help promote us and put us out there uh, with the message we have, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And um, we really do appreciate you guys and uh, all that you do in helping to keep us out there. Now, it's interesting. I was just making mention yesterday. Excuse me. I was making mention yesterday about this quote-unquote Chinese spy balloon thing. And it was just my thoughts. I mean, I had not read anybody saying it. I was you know, why are we to believe that it's from China? They lie to us about everything. How? What about if this is just our guys creating a distraction, putting fear in people's hearts that they're not keeping up with what they're supposed to and doing all this kind of stuff? And and then I got off the show and I noticed several people commented, that's a great question. A lot of people weren't asking. And then I began to see there were some other people who were asking the same kind of stuff, um, which I think is great. Because we're being lied to day in and day out. And there is, it makes no sense at all that if, if, if what we're to believe about satellites, what we've been told about satellites, that doesn't China have them over our airspace too? I'm pretty sure they do. Kind of like we do over theirs and everybody else's. And so if they can't see, I mean, they can see the, the hairs on a flea, you know, or whatever. With those things now, if they can do that, what do they need a balloon for? This is kind of tagging things back, isn't it? I mean, it's taking things back. Anyway, I just see that as a lot of distraction. Um, I just, I don't, I. It, it amazes me how quickly that gets eaten up um, and then disseminated, and it just continues on. It's like the convicts. People are still believe there's some kind of virus out there to get them which they have yet to prove isolate any of this. They, they haven't done any of that stuff. And people are still taking the stupid shots, despite every day reading numbers of people dying of cardiac, cardiac arrest or aggressive cancers or other things are being injured, despite that. So it's, it's incredible to me. Anyway, this is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And as always, we have with us the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. I have gotten a message that uh, all the uh, video has frozen, so I don't know if you need to know that or not. But uh, if the what's was, fro- the feeds frozen? Yeah, the feeds frozen. Yeah, I yeah. do not know. Okay. Well, I do know that when I looked on Rumble, it was sitting there frozen, and everybody was commenting on the fact they couldn't. Oh, good it. grief! The thing, yeah, yeah, it cut off again. Yeah, the streamer just cut right off. Okay, we're going to give it another shot and sure. see if it'll. If it'll tap on, and um, we'll uh, we'll give it okay. So it's connected, and okay. it should be going back again. So okay. we'll we'll see. So we'll, we'll keep, see what we'll happens. We'll persevere. Yeah, yep. we absolutely will. Well, I just wanted to give everybody a very very quick update. Um, I had my uh, second 
post-surgery update yesterday and everything is really good. So God has been faithful yet again, even though I am still a sinner, he has been very faithful. And so I just want to give everybody that little good news and Hmm. thank you for all the support and prayers. And we're going to keep going because I have to go back in July. So, okay. That's that. So anyway, very good. So yeah. Anyway, just want to let everybody know that. So, okay. We are going to be talking about something that has recently been thrown at me over some comments that I made about the fact that um, there's a large portion of the Jewish community who is upset with people like myself because we're coming out and saying that Noahide is bad. And I'm getting told, well, you just don't understand. And that, you know, Schneerson, who started Noahide push in America, wasn't Marxist and all this other kind of garbage. And so, you know, I was, me being the researcher that I am, I'm like, well, you know, Yes, I have gone out and said this because it came through education to affect our culture. It came in through education to do all kinds of things. So let me go back and dot my I's and cross my T's. And so that's why we're talking about this today, because we know that in March, yet again, will be the anniversary of the day of sharing and education for cultural change that Schneerson started with Carter back in 1978, henceforth. A year later, we got Department of Education. And so one of the reasons also that I wanted to bring this up was because in Betsy DeVos's new book, she will tell you that the reason we got the Department of Education was because Jimmy Carter cut a deal with the National Education Association. That was never cited in her book to give you a source to prove it. And I'm just going to call that out as BS and horse hockey, because while the NEA may have been involved, it wasn't totally political pandering from them that we got the Department of Education, but more so the agreement between Schneerson and Carter to bring about this educational and cultural change through the Noahide movement. Well, I got. I have a question then. Um, sure. Where where was this Schneerson in the Constitution to be represented the people? Wasn't. Hmm. But neither was DeVos, neither was Carter, You're neither right. was the Department of Education, or at least the uh, twelve or thirteen other departments that will get it when it uh, shuts down. It's going to splinter like, you know, I've, I've described it here before. I've even used the image of a cockroach scattering throughout a, a room when you turn the light on, because that is precisely what will happen. Yep. So anyway, that is what we're going to be talking about today. We probably will be going long because I got documents, my dear, that that show a lot of this kind of stuff that we have never seen before. So uh, thank God for research. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we i've got them all pulled up so we're all ready right. to go let's okay we're going to start with the 1998 document from the jewish library of law all right i'm going to show you several pages that will tie education and Schneerson together of course we know i've just described for you there was a relationship between rebbe Schneerson and uh, Carter, and it's been extended by every president since, Republican or Democrat. 
So if you would, for the audience who can see and those who cannot see, we will do our best to describe it for you. Okay, so this particular document, uh, let's see here, that is the attached PDF that I have Oh, for okay. You. Sorry that, about that. that. Is the, that's okay. Let me go over here and I'll make a quick that's change. That's all right. It was the uh, very first attachment. Is this the one with his picture? Uh, let's see. Or the here. Noah Hyde's PDF? It is the Noah Hyde PDF. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, and you can show that picture anytime you want to. Okay. But, yeah, I got in yeah. trouble for posting that just because it blanketed all Jewish well, sex. I understand. But, but yeah, if yeah. Pe yeah, people can see here that this says Law and the Noah Hides, and it will give you the published date of 1998. Children are mentioned in this particular document, Tim, 25 times, most with the reference children of Noah, which means all mankind. All right. In the preface, you're going to see that the legal system was defined as the D-I-N-I-M, and that was to judge justly between citizens and what they called strangers. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the introduction, this quote, the obligation of a judicial system is recognized by the Jewish law as a fundamental obligation whose incumbency upon all mankind predates the revelation of biblical legislation to the Jewish people. The obligation to maintain a judicial system is known in Talmudic literature as the requirement of division. Hmm. Oh, excuse me, the requirement of the D-I-N-I-M, or that uh, legal system. All right, page 10 on chapter 1, you will notice there is a distinction in children. So it points out here who are God's children and who are not. On page 15, it will show you that the sources of these Noahide laws is credited to sages, but sages are never defined for us. So that's a big question. Who are these sages? Or who were they? So so I, hang on. So they're yeah. not getting this really from the Bible, which we no. know they're they're getting this from somewhere else. Well, right, but go back to the introduction where it says all this predates the revelation of biblical legislation. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a clue right there. All right. Then on page fifteen, you have the, the sources, as I just said. Okay, on page one eleven, you will notice that Congress is mentioned. Congress is in this particular document nine different times. And this will tell you in their appendix, uh, especially the appendix number three, that Congress and the Noahide laws, and this is where they recognize that day of education and sharing that has been done ever since this, this year-long agreement between Carter and Schneerson even came to be. Now, in this particular, there it is, U.S. Congress on the Noahide Laws. And if you would read that for those who cannot see it. Yeah, sure. Uh, to designate March 26, 1991 as Education Day USA. We're fixing it to come up on that again. That's why we're, we're kind of covering this. Mm -hmm. uh, enrolled bill sent to the president. H.J. Resolution 104. Mm -hmm. That um, would have been George the first. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, 102nd Congress of the United States of America at the first session begun and held at the city of Washington on Thursday, the third day of January, 1991. A joint resolution to designate March 26, 1991 as Education Day USA. That's whereas, passed every year since. Yep, yep. Um, <clears throat> whereas Congress recognize, recognizes the historical tradition 
of ethical values and principles which are the basis of civilized society and upon which our great nation was founded. Whereas these ethical values and principles have been the bedrock of society from the dawn of civilization when they were known as the seven Noahide laws. Whereas without these ethical values and principles, the edifice of civilization stands in serious peril of returning to chaos. Whereas society is profoundly concerned with the recent weakening of these principles that has resulted in crisis <clears throat> that beleaguer and threaten the fabric of civilized society, whereas the justified preoccupation with these crises must not let the citizens of this nation lose sight of their responsibility to transmit these historical ethical values from our distinguished past of the generations of the future, whereas the Lubavik movement has fostered and promoted these ethical values and principles throughout the world, whereas Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson, leader of the Lubavik movement, is universally respected and revered, and his 89th birthday falls on March 26, 1991. Whereas in tribute to this great spiritual leader, the Rebbe, I guess, I don't know, yeah. they pronounce it a little different, this, yeah. his 90th year, will be seen as one of education and giving, the year in which we turn to education and charity. Listen, guys, this is a man who rejects the Christ. Yeah, and... Make no mistake about it. They have a, They are. A, they have the spirit of antichrist. Read First John. It. That's the only. In fact, First and Second John is the only place for those who are biblically ignorant of this. And I don't say that to to browbeat people or put them down. That's the only place the term antichrist shows up. Doesn't show up in Revelation. Doesn't show up in Daniel. Shows up in First and Second John. That's it. And it tells us that those who reject that God came in the flesh or that Jesus came in the flesh are antichrist. And there were many antichrists in the first century when John wrote that. He said, even now there's many. So they say, this guy, uh, the year in which we turn to education and charity to return the world to the moral and ethical values contained in the seven Noahide laws, which are not biblical. And I know they sound biblical, but they're not. And uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit. And whereas this will be reflected in an international scroll of honor signed by the President of the United States and other heads of state. These are people who are not elected uh, representatives putting forth this to the Congress. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America and Congress assembled that March 26, 1991, the start of the 90th year of Rabbi Menachem Schneerson, Leader of the Worldwide Lubavik Movement is designated as Education Day USA. The president is requested to issue a proclamation calling upon the people of the United States to observe such day with appropriate ceremonies and activities. I, I, you know what? I don't see anywhere in the Constitution or the Bible, for that matter, that we're to, to, to be observing a day of education. I, I, I just don't see any of that stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, this is... These are... This is... Again, when you're going to break away from God's law and you're going to you're going to separate yourself from that, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get man trying to make up stuff as he goes, and this is not a good thing. This is a really bad thing. And yeah, and here's the thing is that because they picked education, why, okay, first of all, why would they pick education to do this? Because it changes attitudes, values, and beliefs, which is part of that social and emotional learning that we know the UN is dependent upon 
to have everyone become compliant and a good global citizen. And Noahide butts right back into the United Nations. In fact, one of the resources that we will have for you today, we'll show you, it's a one-page document where the UN is like all over these Noahide laws saying they're the greatest things since sliced bread. So- yeah, you know, let me let me interject this. Suzanne made a great comment here. No, and I had not thought of it, but she's exactly right. Article 1 provides no provision in the Constitution whereby holidays or holy days can be set up. It provides nothing in in the Constitution for them to establish any kind of holiday. Well, then we would have to take a lot of dates off the calendar. Yes, we would, and I think that probably would be a very good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so in this document, the other pages that folks will need, the... uh, term learn is used 10 times. You'll find that on the preface at page eight, especially on page eight, you want the first two paragraphs because this is all about what is going to be taught and learned. Okay. Page 91, the jurisdiction over non-Jews chapter. You want page 92 and look for footnote number 241. Nazis are mentioned one time in this particular document on page 37, and this is from the chapter, you'll love this chapter name, Tim, Noahide Law as Natural Law and Equity, and we know how Uh, equity is being bastardized right now in education, all right, but it was telling you the one reference to Nazi Germany that was in this document was saying that modern-day Sodom was Nazi Germany. Well, I guess we can update that for sure. Yep. And then equity is used 12 times in this document. On page 31, it'll begin chapter 3, which is all about equity and the Sanhedrin. And then you'll see uh, page 33 in this document will already be underlined. So look for those underlined portions. And then on page 43, we get to learn about equity and Schneerson. And the reason why I wanted folks to see that particular newer Rebbe picture where he comes out and says, you know, anybody who doesn't adhere to the Dohide laws, we need to kill them, is because the institute he started carries on this this misrepresentation of what is scripture that Schneerson started. And this rabbi, excuse me, Ginsburg, has his own institute, and it is called inner.org. And we have the website for that. And that was that very first link that you showed. So if you want to go back there. Yeah, I'll do that. I just just want to clarify this right here. If we could strike that, we would strike it because I don't think this uh, uh, I don't think this applies to every sect of Judaism, despite the fact that they still hold to an antichrist doctrine. I, I just I I don't think it's the same thing. So anyway, yep, you're right. Okay, right. so we're yeah, over we're here. not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Right. I want to make that distinction. We are right. distinctly talking about one sect who has meant nothing but harm to humanity, and they're using education and this Lubavitch movement that Schneerson and this Ginsburg are are propping up. Now, as far as going to his website, you will see underneath the title, which I don't even know how to pronounce. It's G-A-L-E-I-N-I, excuse me, E-I-N-A-I. But underneath it, it says, Revealing the Torah's Inner Dimension. 
Now, if you go on and you look about this particular rabbi, it will tell you he is the most respected authority on Jewish mysticism. Oh, there's a big can of worms. He is acknowledged by both the religious and academic communities as an integrator of the mystical tradition, as has not been seen in Judaism for many generations. And it goes on to tell you. So here we have his um, his bio, and this is where you're going to see one of the great sages was none other than Lubavitch Rebbe or Rebbe Schneerson. Yeah. Yeah. And let's, and let's, let's be clear. If, if you have a problem with us simply pointing out this stuff right here and you want to go anti-Semitism, move along because the name calling doesn't get it here. It goes off my back like water off a duck's back. I, I don't want to hear that. I want to look at the facts of what's going on and you're seeing it right in front of you, what this guy's about. You're seeing exactly right. what it is. Let's, but let's point to, to anti-Semitism for just a moment, because if you look at the narrative that the government is spinning, that is on the rise. Now, whether it truly is or truly is not, that would be uh, up to we, the people, to go out in our communities and to see. And if anything like that is going on, then yes, it should be up to us to put an end to it. Because that is, like your opening song was saying, you know, a heart for God, a hand for man. Those who are in trouble, we should be helping them. But to sit there and have document after document scream at you that racism is on the rise and anti-Semitism is on the rise and all these other things. When you go out and you don't see it, where's all this stuff going on? Well, it's lies. It's to control the people. It is to manipulate the people. And, yeah. you know, I, I know our audience is pretty awake to these kind of things. So they see a lot of this stuff anyway. Yeah. Uh, and they see how it's being used to divide the people. Um, but there is there are there are forces, guys. To tell you the truth, I mean, when you go look up what a Semite is, uh, this guy Schneerson, um, is that who we were talking? About? That's yeah, no, we we're talking about Ginsburg. I'm sorry. Yeah, but Ginsburg <laughs> studied under Schneerson. Okay, so yeah, both of these with... guys. Look at them. Do they look like a Semite? Now you ask, what is a Semite? A Semite is a person who actually appears as though they come from the Middle East. This guy looks like he's European. And so then well, you get Snearson to these. Snearson, same, same uh, uh, skin color, same everything. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. So you're yeah. really getting to what we know as, or what has historically been understood as the these Ashkenazis. They were actually, you know, these these people who are not Semites at all. But that's been translated over, and then I just hate the term anti-Semite. I, I just think it's goofy. Right. I think it's been but, twisted. But it's what tickles the ears. Right. It's what it's, it's what gets people upset. And then the government rushes in and goes, oh, well, we're here to help. Well, now the next article that we have okay. for everyone, this is from 2020. And is, the title of the article is The Marxist Who Became the World's Most in, uh, Influential Tumult Scholar. And there's Nearson. Oh, boy. And it says here, since the passing of um, another rabbi, you'll see that we have someone who has also studied under this whole system. So it is absolutely just amazing to me. And this is about another, uh, this is not about Schneerson, 
This is about another person that he trained, and that is this particular person. Yeah, Steinsalt. Steinsalt, yeah. And if you don't know who Steinsalt is, you need to go find him because he became um, a devout H-A-I-S-I-D of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. Oh, Sneerson. Yeah, just to be clear, this is the same kind of mindset. These are the same kind of hearts that Jesus dealt with. These are the ones that he, the, when they said, oh, Abraham is our father, and he goes, no, if Abraham is your father, you'd be doing the works of Abraham. He says, your father's the devil. This is the same kind of mindset, guys, that he was dealing with. You've heard it said, but I say unto you. That's what the Talmud is. It's writings of oral traditions, which is what Jesus was putting down because they were not biblical. And some of them are even devilish. I mean, just, uh, just right. they rival anything right. that you'll read in the, uh, in the Quran. Anything. Absolutely. Next article. Now, this one is is really rich. America needs to relearn the seven Noahide laws. This was from 2022, about a year ago. And this is how the article starts. And look at the image. If you can't see the image, Tim, would you describe that for folks? You got a kid out here in a hoodie with a uh, uh, what we used to call the drug helmet on his face, though. Um, and the fires are behind him. He's holding up a skateboard. Uh, it's it's very reminiscent of all of the stuff that happened the the year that uh, Donald Trump was in office and did nothing to stop the riots in the street. It's very reminiscent yeah, of that. Kind that of was stuff. that was from Minnesota. Yep. That was that was absolutely okay. So here's what the article says: When COVID struck the United States, I thought it would be an unifying force. I naively reasoned that the pandemic would bring people together. I believe that the bitter polarization that began with the crash of the stock market in 2007, 2008 would finally end. And I was wrong. Now, this is the writer's viewpoint, not mine. COVID was caused has caused a further rupture in society, has brought healthcare workers closer, but few others. It has socially distanced society even further. The political divide, which used to be a significant crack, has become a huge chasm. Children are once again have suffered the most. Various elements on the left have used COVID as cover to force their agenda upon the general population. There should be one and only one goal, and that is to get people better. Now, he goes on to tell you that um, he cannot get the graphic and disturbing scenes of the summer of 2020 out of his mind because we have the death of George Floyd uh, when Minneapolis erupted and all this other kind of stuff. He goes on to tell you about in Portland, Oregon, in Chicago, and all these other riots that broke out like Kenosha, uh, Wisconsin, and then how um, 200 American cities had to have curfews, 30 states in Washington, D.C., had 62,000 National Guard personnel called on them. And so it says here, it is with this background and context that it bears repeating that the seven laws given by G hyphen D, you can't even say God under the seven Noahide laws. Yeah, and God isn't his name, by the way. That's a title that he bears. He is the lawgiver. Understand that this is what this article is sharing, that laws given by G hyphen D to Adam and to Noah and his children, that if not kept and followed, would make it impossible for humanity to live in harmony on earth. 
Maonides regarded anyone who observed these laws as assured a, po- a portion in the world to come. Now, he doesn't even tell us who these Maonides are, but yet he spells out the seven Noahide laws. All right. Very quickly. Yes, they do sound like they could come from the Bible. But if you go back and look at the archives of our shows where we show you the proof, the research, and the series that has been put out that explains the agenda that is horrible to Christians behind these laws, you would understand why Ginsburg made that claim in his picture about anyone who didn't adhere to them should be killed. Now, here they are. Number one, do not curse G hyphen D. Do not worship idols. Do not engage in illicit sexual relations. Number four, do not murder. Number five, do not steal. Number six, do not eat the flesh of a living animal. And number seven, a justice system which preserves law and order must be set up. Now, it goes on to tell you in this particular article that these laws apply to all humanity. The most critical is number seven, which is law and order, since it is subsumed in the previous six. Now, here's the thing. I don't know that this writer has been aware, but even the court system outside of the Jewish uh, community is set up to to, uh, be unconstitutional. And that's our uh, judicial system that supposedly was set up per the Constitution. Yeah, but unfortunately, what's happened, Lynn, as we cover every Wednesday, is that education was never a part of the priorities uh, or authorities given to the federal government. So the fact that this guy can come in with what we read at the beginning and say, hey, we need a National Education Day and this, that, and the other— the federal government doesn't does, isn't even authorized to be speaking about education, let alone writing laws or funding it or or going down this road mm-hmm. of this kind of stuff. And just so we're clear, <clears throat> excuse me, when I posted that picture on Facebook, I got mm-hmm. some people that got all upset. Oh, it's I vitriolic. Yeah, it's vitriolic. And I go, well, Jesus was pretty vitriolic in Matthew twenty three, wasn't he? I, I'm yeah. I wasn't nearly that. I just posted what the thing was but i got pointed over to a guy who was writing trying to say oh these are things that christians would embrace and this that and the other but the and and he even said that that these jewish people they call themselves jews and they are not that's what the scripture says read revelation uh the letter that jesus gives i think it's to the church of ephesus uh Mm -hmm. and he says they call themselves jews and are not but are of the synagogue of satan these are the same Jews that went after Jesus. They went after his disciples. They're the ones who chased Paul down. It's the same mentality. They're not the same people, but it's the same no. ideology that drove that. It is antichrist at its core. And I, I think people need to understand because they would most people would read what you just read there, the seven Noahide laws, and they would say, okay, what's the problem bad. with that? That's, that yeah. looks like that's in the Bible. But the first one, do not curse God. Well, you've got to identify him. And in this paper, it was saying these people recognize that Christians are not idolaters because they believe that though there is one God, there are three persons who are God. There's not three gods. There's one God. There are three persons revealed as God. And so they say, well, this is not idolatry. This is they, you know, they're monotheistic. And, And I've never heard that from any of those guys. I've never heard that from any of them. Well, we need to understand that the Lubavitch movement is so 
prevalent in education. I mean, we've gone over shows, Tim, where we've shown these uh, groups that go into everyday public schools, private schools, offer uh, programs at the library or the museum that are available to homeschoolers, where it's all about getting Christians to come over to these Noahide laws, because after all, they are biblical. And after all, this is what God would want you to do. But here's the thing. If you you can't even say God, you have to have it look like G hyphen D. Why? Because the first law, when you get into the nitty gritty of what that first law is, it's not that you can't say God. Uh, it wait a minute, it's not that you can't use his name in vain, it's the fact of if you don't use what they determine as the deity yes. to be worshipped. There you go. Yeah, you, then, yeah you're not to use his... cursing, <clears throat> and then you should be beheaded. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, so that means if I use the name of Jesus, I'm going to be beheaded, because that's precisely what was pointed right. out when you look at this law, yeah. because Jesus will not be recognized as the Savior. It will not be. It will be some other that will be an idol that these Lubavitchers set up and we are supposed to kowtow to henceforth why they're coming into so many schools with these and going, this is the way you should go. Not this way, not the way mom and dad taught you, but this is the way you should go. So we don't need to lose that, that that is huge. Um, okay. From the Noahide Academy, this is, by the way, can I add one thing in there before you go on? Absolutely. I, I quoted and I had it up on the screen for uh, Revelation 2.9. That's where you can find the quote that I gave, Revelation 2.9. And then this one comes from Revelation 3.9. Thank you, Mr. Wordsworth, for that extra one there. Uh, I know this is there as well. Behold, I will make them a synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. And he's talking about those in Asia Minor, these Christians in Asia Minor, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Messiah had come. They had a time frame. Read Daniel 9. There's the time frame of when he's going to come. So in all of this stuff, I want people to understand when we talk about Jews, that's what they're calling themselves. The true Jew, listen to me, the true Jew, the true child of Abraham, read the book of Galatians, are those who have the faith of Abraham, and it is in the promised seed, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Savior of the world, the name under heaven which there's no other name whereby we can be saved. The true Jew is that. And if you read the epistles, what you'll see is you'll see the apostles start identifying the New Testament church, but composed of Jews and Gentiles, if you will, as Jews. And they begin to reference everybody outside the New Testament church as Gentiles. Pay attention to the language that's used there, because it will help you understand these are deceivers. They are not children of Abraham. They're not even children of God. They're children of the devil, and they need to repent. That's the point of what we're getting at here. Go ahead, Lynn. Okay. Uh, Our next document that we want to show, folks, this is from the Noahide Academy. And this is all about one world peace. Well, gee, where have we heard that before, Tim? Where have we seen the one world religion where it takes Christianity and uh, Islam and Jewish and puts it all together? We've we've covered that yep. on this show. They're building buildings out there in oh, what, was it at Dubai built. or somewhere? 
Yeah, it's already yeah. built. But this will tell you, this is from the Noahide Academy about world peace. And this is world peace foretold by the who? The Jewish, Jewish prophets. prophets. And if you go and look at the entire heading, there's the first one. Awareness and knowledge of God, but yet we can't use God because we have the G hyphen D again. Goes on to tell you, oh, what's the next one, dear? Universal worship, right? Want to read the rest of that? Well, it says universal worship of the one true God of Israel. And again, <clears throat> we gotta we gotta keep in mind they would hold up geopolitical Israel today as somehow this is God's people. No, it's not. God's people are one people. They are those who have the faith of Abraham in the Lord Jesus. That's it. If you're outside of that, you are not God's people. I don't care how many times you want to point to Jew in the Bible. Just because somebody says they're one doesn't make them one. And that's Paul's argument in Romans. Those, not all of Israel are Israel. The true Jew is not the one circumcised of the flesh, but the one circumcised of the heart. And who does that? The Spirit of God that Jesus sent when he went, ascended back to the Father. So this whole thing is idolatrous at its core. Lynn? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is, isn't it? It is. It absolutely is. And and we'll get to that. But I want to show folks this. This will be the attachment, Tim, that says list oral. This is the document where it says uniting the United Nations and the seven Noahide laws. Diplomats, delegates, and emissaries gather at UN headquarters for one people, one world conference. This will go on to tell you in 2013. Okay. This is happening happening in New York City at the United Nations headquarters on the heels of Lubavitch Rebbe's 19th uh, anniversary, I'm going to say, probably of his death. Uh, members of the U.N. Diplomatic Corps, U.N. press officers and other officials gathered at U.N. headquarters in New York to learn how the seven no-hide laws must play a key role in international efforts for world peace. All right, on this day, people from all over the world gathered on behalf of the laws of Noah, says Rabbi uh, Cohen, head of the Institute of the Noahide Code, which sponsored the conference. Their observance is required, so the vision of the United Nations to have a settled and civilized world filled with economic justice and righteousness will prevail. Titled One People, One World, the conference brought together journalists, diplomats, delegates from countries across the globe, including Egypt and Israel. Guests of honor from the UN Diplomatic Corps also signed a declaration of the seven laws of Noah, which emphasized the importance of the seven Noahide laws in maintaining peace, justice, and harmony among people and nations. In his remarks at this event, Cohen discussed how monotheism, uniting the world under one true G hyphen D, is essential for breaking down barriers between cultures. Looking around the room filled with faces reflecting the diversity of the United Nations itself, Cohen insisted that we must work together in bringing the international community to a higher level of spiritual understanding of man's place in the universe. Other speakers included Cartel Gore, president of the Booker T. Washington Business League, Richard Dawson, director of Dawson Associates International, who insisted that all Jews are obligated to teach the seven Noahide laws. In addition to prohibiting idolatry, the Noahide Code also forbids blasphemy, forbidden sexual relationships, murder, theft, and cruelty to animals. It also commands its followers to implement orderly processes of justice. 
The Institute of the Noahide Code is an accredited UN non-governmental organization dedicated to spreading the awareness of the seven Noahide laws, which all people of the world are obligated to follow. It takes its guidance from the inspiring vision of the Lubavitch Rebbe, Sneerson, who understood the inherent power of these laws to unite the nations of the world. No, thank you. Now, there are so many errors in that statement. It is not even funny, but this is the attitude. And of course, again, why was education chosen? Because you can um, impact the most people at a consistent rate to believe this stuff. To see it come into your school, to see it come into your community, to change your attitudes and your values and beliefs. It's emotional manipulation. And it is absolutely egregious that education was chosen. But what a way to spread the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So back to the point about the anti-Semitic activity is is on the rise, we can go to the Anti-Defamation League, that pure and white-driven snow (laughs) organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really. Okay, they are so corrupt, it's not even funny. Absolutely they are. They absolutely are. I mean, even there are some Jews who think they're corrupt. But here's the thing. If it props up the narrative that goes with this Noahide, they're clinging to it. And that's what you need to see. So here we have uh, a news channel out of Washington that will tell you that this is way out of control and that the country needs to look at it. That's going to be resource number two. And then you'll also see from the Anti-Defamation League in their resources, the report on the attitude in America of what's afoot. I will bet you donuts to dollars if you go out right now and ask Joe Blow Public about the attitude, you won't see this. Nope. If you if you will not see, you will probably hear something about, you know, I'm having to choose whether to pay my bills or feed my family. That's going to be the attitude that you probably will hear. Not this, but because we've held that magnifying glass up to it and started a fire. Yeah, we're going to make you look at it. We're going to make you think it. We're going to make you do something about it, whether you like it or not. Mm. That's the attitude. Now, I want to point out that in this particular report, it's a partnership of the University of Chicago National Opinion Research Center and the 1-8 Foundation. Now, NORC is short for National Opinion Research Center. Um, and here's the thing. If you go back and you look at NORC, it is tied directly to John Dewey. And who the heck is John Dewey? Mm, that's your well, education boy. He is our education guru. And from John Classic's book, School World Order, here we go on page 17. Uh, let's see here. Let me make sure that I get it right for you. Okay. The genesis of corporate fascism in the United States can also be traced back to Mussolini's partner in war crimes, Adolf Hitler, and the rise of Nazism. Yet the Nazi origins of corporate fascism actually stem from the German philosopher um, George Willem Friedrich Hegel, known as the idealist, with the concept of the state 
becoming the guiding philosophy of the Order of Skull and Bones. Inspired by the status principles of the Hegelitarian collectivism, the Order reconstructed the U.S. legal system to empower the evolution of a mercantilist oligarchy by enfranchising corporations with rights of persons. It goes on to tell you that social policies from this same mindset uh, were in the theories of eminent American educational philosophers, such as the first chair of psychology and pedagogy at John Hopkins University. John Dewey was one of the students of this idiot, and that was G. Stanley Hall, who was the professor. His doctoral student was John Dewey, who promulgated this collective pedagogy throughout his positions at the University of Chicago School of Education and as a professor of philosophy at Columbia University Teachers College. By remodeling U.S. law and the education under the axis of this collectivism, this is why we have the recipe that's been cooked up for the evolution of corporate planning workforce in America. In other words, we've just taken and skewed everything that you knew about your legal system and your education system. We've aligned it to these horrible things. And then we're going to sit here and tell you, oh, yeah, we're not teaching academics. We're going to teach workforce readiness, which what is, mm. is what this is about. So there's John Dewey's influence. And John Dewey is tied to the University of Chicago, the same as this uh other stuff that's going on. So yes, you will see Chicago pop up quite a few times. And why would that play into a lot of this education stuff as well? Because as we have pointed out that the hub for the United Nations activities in society for both North America and South America is where Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Communist Central right there. And if you want to know the background of this 1-8 Foundation, that was formerly the Jacobson Foundation. And if you look at the roots of the Jacobsons, you will find that Mrs. Jacobson is still on the board of 1-8. And she's from good old Harvard University. You know, the one that started out as godly, but has gone globally to the UN. Yep. Absolutely. So you're going to find all these particular resources in our archives for today. Uh, but if you look at the American, uh, the American, the, excuse me, the Anti-Defamation League's history, you're going to see they're also tied to the University of Chicago. Um, it is absolutely just, it, it is such what, I'm going to use the phrase that was used here. It's such a hatchet job. It really, really is. It will tell you uh, I give you an article that shows you that this ADL is hateful to several groups of humans that will be in your uh, resources as well. I will give you in the resources as well the World of Difference education program that the Anti-Defamation League is using in our schools, because after all, it goes along with the one world government, and the one world uh, worship and the one world, everything else you can throw in there. So it will tell you also that. Um, is tied very much to social justice, which we know the UN loves. 
Okay, in the first 40 years, you will see that it was founded in Colorado, but shifted to Illinois. You will also see that the government funded a major amount of the activities that went on in this particular National Research Center that's housed in Illinois. You'll find here that the early research included mental health and socialized medicine, as well as the United Nations. You'll find that on page two. And then there'll be some other glaring errors that uh, we can point out, not errors, but uh, ugly truths, I should say, that will be in there as well. Okay, so that is why Dewey was so key to be put into education, Tim, was to be able to carry out all this mission. Okay, if you look at the organizations that the Jacobson uh, Foundation, now known as One Eight, supports, you will see that there's a lot of education in there that will be in your resources as well. This is the One Eight Foundation. It will tell you here that you have statewide K through twelve scale because everything has to be put on a framework that can be micromanaged by a corporation and a foul government and a foul uh, system of attitudes, values, and beliefs. You'll see that Open Science Ed, the Buck Institute for Education, where we got problem-based learning, which is tied to a lot of this we're going to change how education works because it all has to be with the hands, not the head. All right. You're going to see that there's going to be um, community colleges, social finance companies. You're going to see that you have several uh, public private partnerships in this. You're going to see KIPP schools. Well, KIPP schools, well, they're part of the Common Core machine. You're going to see Teach for America. Oh, well, there's a, a, a wonderful group right there. BS and horse hockey there is. Then you're going to see Veritas Prep. You might want to look at that one on your own time. Okay, so there we go. Joanna Jacobson is a former Harvard graduate. It's in her featured page on Harvard's website. If you look at the other Educratic BS she is involved with, you will see that she helped create a 15 family foundation to do nothing but influence education. And that particular group is called the Strategic Grant Partners. Now, try as I may, I could not find the 15 families that are using their foundations to do this, Tim. But I will tell you, if you look at pay, if you look at the particular link that I sent, you will see that we can tie this not only back to Bill Gates and his money, but you'll see that a Massachusetts-based stand for children is in there. And you'll also find that Illinois' Governor Pritzker is also included. Okay. And this, Lynn, can you hold, yes. can you hold there? We got about uh, yeah. 30 seconds here. So go ahead and tell people yeah. where they can find out more about you. Okay. CommonCoreDiva.com. If you wish to financially bless any of the work that I do or help cover my health care, get in touch with Tim. He can point you to the right directions, either electronically or snail mail and uh, go and check out all my work uh, with Suzanne on the Liberty Bells and then on Catching Fire News. Okay. All right, Lynn, we appreciate you as always. We're going to continue over a little bit because Lynn's got just a ton of stuff. And because because this is such an important issue and because it gets so distorted in the media and sadly in Christian churches, 
Um, that's why we're documenting all this. This is not, you know, we're not throwing out lies or stuff like this about certain people group or certain religion. What we're doing is we're showing you what they what they have in their own in their own stuff here. So be sure and, and catch us over at sonsoflibertymedia.com or beforeitsnews.com. Bradley be with you at three, and Lord willing, we're going to be back with you in the morning, six a.m., bright and early. Talk to you then. See ya. Okay, want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And, you know, you've got several things. I, I don't think I kept up with all the documents and things that it's you okay. had here. It's okay. It's okay. They'll be in the archives for everyone. There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. And I I, I got to tell you, I, this is why there and, – and again – I, I know Bradley's understanding of Judeo-Christian. I understand what he says, and I think he's right. He points back to Romans uh, 2, that the Jews had the oracles of God and that. But historically, they took Judeo, and they, they identified their religion. Not that they were somehow children of Abraham kind of thing, but they d- identified their religion, and then they mm-hmm. put it with the country that they came from. They were Judeo-Poles, Judeo-Germans, and stuff like that. And so when, you know, what everybody else hears when they hear Judeo-Christian is you're combining two different religions together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Judaizers were opposed by Jesus. They were opposed by Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, we may get our Old Testament scriptures from the Hebrews, who later were called Jews, but they were not, there, were, there was not the practice of Judaism in the way that this stuff is coming about here. That just was not being, that was not done. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we we got to make distinction of those things as to as to how they play out. So in any case, and I apologize, guys, for the who are on the video platforms. I don't know what is going on. This happened the other day when on um, Monday when the stream just died. I didn't even see it down, and I'm I'm catching some of the stuff in the chat. It's went down twice. I'm going to get in touch with Restream after this so we can see if we can clear it up. But it's went down twice. I don't know what's going on. Um, as far as that stream dying, and I have to turn it back on. So, thank you guys well, for hanging in there today. Because you know the, we got a lot of stuff. Well, but the one thing we will have just out there. yeah, just yeah. so we, everybody understands, the audio is perfecto. It'll be okay. complete, and we'll have the podcast audio. That'll be totally. You might miss a few minutes on the video, but the audio will be there okay. in the uh, in the uh, archives if you guys need that. Right, right. Well, I wanted to point out, I know we've all heard of great schools. That is a brand of of schools that some idiot cooked up for Common Core and started opening up different places. This particular uh, blog post that I'm going to share with everyone is from WGBH out of Massachusetts, and it was the hidden money behind great schools, the strategic grant partners. Now, on the other side, I had just said that Joanna Jacobson of the 1-8 Foundation uh, did create the strategic grant partners along with 14 other family foundations. This was uh, This particular blog article was from 2016. And it tells you here, uh, the the author says, as I noted in Great Schools or Great Scheme, the Boston Globe reported in January 2016 that privatization advocates would spend up to $18 million in their effort to increase the cap limiting the number of charter schools in the state. All right. It goes on to tell you that uh, you will see that it is the strategic grant partners. It's a private foundation, a type of 501c3 that usually does not have active programs, but funds other programs. Uh, 
Private foundations often have only one or sometimes a few donors and must disclose them on their tax form known as a 990. All right, SGP, as they call it, in a given year will have 15 to 17 contributors, and most of them repeat their donations each year. All right, it appeals to the wealthy who can do this, but they're they're usually controlled by the donor. All right, the largest contributor is the Jacobson Family Foundation, or the 1-8, and it tells you that in 2014, fiscal year 2014, over almost $3 million went to education, but it's limited uh, to political activity. You cannot do that, but they termed it as social welfare and got around that. So I just wanted to point that out. Okay. Uh, you have that. Then you also have, as far as being able to tie all this back to Bill Gates and his money and Pritzker, this is from uh, Stand for the Children. You will see then it's an education reform advocacy group originally based in Portland, Oregon, with chapters in 11 states. All right. It also has an affiliated political action group in Illinois. And it goes on to tell you about the history. And this is where you will see, ah, the group's funding dramatically increased in 2010 due to large parts, uh, excuse me, due in large parts to donations from who? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Walton Family Foundation. Walmart. Walmart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They also will go on to tell you that you're going to see, oh, the city's rich and powerful, including the billionaires with names like Pritzker, Crown, and Zell. Pritzker, go look at the way he's running Illinois. Oh, yeah. Look at how he's being opposed, too. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I want folks to think about all this in the context of the 2024 elections. And why? Because it will tell you, oh, I can't get to that. Oh, darn. Yeah, okay. I noticed that, the Abraham ah, Accord stuff. It's okay. not pulling up. Well, the Abraham, okay. So if you look up the Abraham Accords, just do a general internet search for the Abraham Accords. If you can get to the state.gov, you will see where they're talking about these Abraham Accords playing into the 2024 elections. You don't want to miss that. Now, if you can't get to that, then you go over here to Chabad.org because you, there's always more than one way around in research. So this will tell you President Biden proclaims Education Day for Rebbe's date of birth. It goes on to tell you that his particular uh, life was a positive example for people around the globe. All right. It goes on to tell you that on April the 12th, 2022, uh, that's when Biden just said that, oh, yes, we're going to have the education and sharing day. So it might be on the, the proclamation will come out on the anniversary of uh, Stearson's birth, but it will have a separate action by each president that might be on the same day. This one was obviously afterwards, but it goes on to tell you that. Um, he also wrote in this particular address, the need for quality preschool programs for every three and four year old child, as well as the need to address the toll that the virus has taken on the mental health of children. 
In its 44th year since the Rebbe's Hebrew date of birth was first designated as a time of reflection upon the state of education and society, a bipartisan tradition that began in 78 with U.S. President Jimmy Carter and has been carried out by every subsequent president since. Okay, referring to the Rebbe as a thinker, leader, and teacher who recognized the limitless potential of every human being, regardless of their background, Biden went on to say his outreach is still felt today in countless houses of worship, centers of education, cultural exchanges, and service communities worldwide. And he goes on to tell you what else he's going to do with education. So that's going to play into 2024 as well. And all of it is unconstitutional, all of it. But don't forget the GOP came out of the gate swinging in yep. 2022, telling you what they were going to do to education, which is no better than what the D's are going to do. So do not tell me, oh, well, we got to get behind the Republicans in 2024. No, you don't. That's you right. absolutely don't. Absolutely. I mean, one of the things I want to point out is that Trump looks to be the head idiot of the GOP again. Now, here's the thing. He is not God. He is not Jesus. People are equating him with the savior of our world. And that's why we have to put him back in office. But I tell you, if we put him back in office, guess who comes with him? And I'm going to bet on this one. Betsy DeVos. Mm -hmm. So why do you think she wrote the book she wrote? Why do you think she references Horace Mann and John Dewey and all the wonderful uh, global peace and global religion and global UN garbage that she props up. It's because she's in on this too. Now, for those people who think that it's not um, a R problem or a D problem and know that it's a unirail problem, I have the resources here for you from our archives. If you are convinced that it's the R's fault or the D's fault, then you need to go back and re-educate yourself on this because we did extensive work on this, getting this out there. Now, I wanted to say, you also will find in this from our 2020 article, this excerpt, Noah Hyde Laws used in America are number one, based off corrupt Pharisee mandates for power and control and not to be confused with the Noah Hyde Law from the Dead Sea Scrolls or the first seven commandments of the Ten Commandments. Number two, Noah Hyde Laws used in America, fully embraced by the United Nations, are embedded in the Sustainable Development Goals. They're also embedded in STEAM, science, technology, engineering, and math. So if your church is using STEM, guess what they're marrying up with? If they're using STREAM, which we know the Catholic Church loves to use, which is science, technology, reading, uh, engineering, arts, and math, or STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, IB schools, or any of the things that are connected with them. Number three, Noah Hyde Laws used in America set up the case system. And number four, Noah Hyde Laws used in America can be found in the Communist Manifesto. Thank you, Rebbe Schneerson. Hello. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Look, a lot of this mindset was used uh, in Russia. Oh, yeah. Same kind of, same kind of ideology that came uh, early on to take over Russia and well, make why it communist. Do you think, why do you think Reagan embraced the Russian 
technology and education agreements. Why do you think the framework had been laid by the skull and bones before mm-hmm. Reagan to create this communist system that I just read to you out of John's book? Yeah. It's been the plot all along. Charlotte told us about that. Go to her website, Deliberately Dubbing Down. Look for Soviets in the classroom. Go look for the agreements that um, Reagan signed with the Russians. Go look at our educational history where you see the Prussian uh, workforce-based model foisted into American education. And then go get your eyes full of the lies that are in DeVos' new book, about how great all that was, because after all, college isn't for everyone, but work sure is. Yeah, yeah, it's the whole thing is ridiculous. Uh, and but again, it's it goes together. Well, it, it, but, it, but it goes back, and I start. I, the more I think about this, the more I just think, mm-hmm. why are we establishing little towers of Babel all over the United States? Because that's what the cities are. That's what they've become, little towers of Babel. Why are we not content as a people to live among one another, men carrying out their duty to enforce the law, mm-hmm. uh, as we talked about with, with the militia, men carrying out their duty to enforce the law, and scrap all this stuff that they're trying to bind us with, that they're trying to put us in this little prison cell, and then use us, use our labor to do all these things. Why are we doing that? Why do we know. want that? because we're told that's what we need because if okay if you think all the noahide garbage is bad look at all the other stuff we're being pointed to by combining christianity and islam and and jewish we're in for a world of hurt yeah it's gonna get it's gonna get really it's gonna get really ugly but here's the thing lynn we saw this after 9-11 too didn't we yeah we did we saw all the religions come together God bless America, whatever God you believe in. And I guess for these uh, Chabad Lubavics, it was bless America. Um, And and you had that going on, and it's like, you people are like the prophets of Baal, crying out to whatever God you're crying out with. And the one who sits on the throne in heaven, the true and living God, is laughing at you. I I would say, point back to Psalm 2, he's holding you in derision. And he's like, what are you what what did you people not get about what just happened? You think you can just call on any god that you want to? This is I mean the, the whole thing is but, ridiculous. It really is. But if you look at some of the things that the Noahide was bringing in with their moment of silence program that we showed a video of how this was yes. impacting kids, honey, you don't need any god. You are god. That's yeah, what was sure. being taught through this moment of, of silence program. So, no, we don't need God in any shape, form, or fashion. That's why so, so many things are, are prevalent in our society is because everyone is convinced, well, that's old-fashioned. But let me tell you, people are real quick to say that Biden is anti-God and quick to say that Jesus is uh, pro-Trump. Do not come at me with either of those, because guess Amen. what? Same here. They're both in on this. They're both of the devil. Let's just put yeah. it what they are. They're both of the they devil. That's what they're are. doing. They're both, they're both pedophiles. They're both womanizers. They're both uh, usurpers of the Constitution. They're both globalist nuts. So, yeah, we're going to really have a better president back in 2024. No, we're not. We're going to have more tyranny. 
Yep, that's exactly. And if you put your if you put your vote behind the guys, you are giving them your their your consent to violate the law because that's what they're going to do. They're they've already shown you. Both of these guys have already shown you they'll violate the law. They don't care. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've got to get out of the right versus left mindset. Yes. You know, you have to you have to get out of that because neither party, when it comes to education, your health care, your your anything, neither party is for you. They are about padding the corporation that America has become. Amen. Amen. Lynn, thank you as always. Yep. Uh, all your hard work. Uh, it doesn't go unnoticed and a lot of people recognize it and very appreciative. And I, just like I told um, Kate that we're glad that she comes on every Saturday. We're really glad that you come on and share with your, your knowledge. I'm glad that the Lord has opened up all these other platforms for you to be on and your own show. And uh, oh, by the way, let's do that. Where what? where can people catch your, your Catching Fire uh, show? Okay, you can go to Rumble, and if you look uh, for Catching Fire News, you can subscribe there. If you uh, like what Tom DeWeese does over at the American Policy Center, Catching Fire News is the media outlet that goes to American Policy Center. So if you get information from the APC. You can also find Catching Fire News through there. If you just do a general Google search for Catching Fire News, you will see uh, that we have our own website. And so you can go and look at the other shows that are available there as well. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lynn, for everything. And uh, guys, check that out. Catching Fire News over there on uh, Rumble. And uh, that's where you can catch Lynn. And uh, be sure to support her in that, as well as uh, Suzanne and Lynn on the Liberty Bells. I know many of you guys do that as well. Uh, Bradley, be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And then uh, we'll be back with you in the morning, Lord willing, 6 a.m., bright and early. Talk to you then. See you.